Hello. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good, and you? I'm good. Oh, I have my, um, my mic. I don't know if it's recording with this, though. Let me see. Welcome everyone for a new episode of Self Love Talk Show where we have a deep and meaningful conversation with powerful women, feminine leaders in the field of entrepreneurship. And today I have with me Sarah Lewis and she's an intuitive life coach. Welcome Sarah. Thank you so much, Elisa. It's so nice to talk to you and to be on the show. So nice to have you. So, Sarah, uh, let's share with us your story and how you become uh, an entrepreneur and everything in between. <laughs> wow, yes. Um, I'm going to try to do a short version, but yeah. uh, let's see how it goes. Um, so basically my background is in law. I studied law for five years and I have a master in law and I did that mostly because honestly it was expected of me. Um, I didn't really have a passion for it and I kind of knew that since the very beginning, but I didn't really listen to myself back then. I just didn't want to disappoint uh, my family, especially I think my grandfather, because he was, um, that was his whole career. He was a lawyer and he loved it so much. And he always told me that um, it was going to be the best career for me because I would be able to do anything. And obviously he referred also um, to that because it would allow me to have a good income and, um, and, you know, and all that. So basically that's what I grew up with thinking that I would um, always have to have a traditional job and have that traditional kind of career path and life in general. So I didn't know any, anything else. And I just felt somewhere deep down that I was more creative and I wanted to do different things. And I was interested in, for example, in fashion. And I was interested in, and um, I used to design my own clothes. So that was something that I, I liked doing. I also started a fashion blog at some point. And obviously I was really yeah. into that. It allowed me to go to... Um, to a few fashion weeks and I, I mean during that time it was really it was it was really happy about it but um, and then it, when it came to going to university I I studied law and it was very different and um, but like just to say that I I always had something in me that was more creative and that always wanted to do things for myself um, different and I just didn't listen to that right away so I I studied law and I kind of I don't regret it because I think that you learn from everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think I, I learned a lot from doing that, but I, I, what I learned the most is that I have to listen to myself first and to really know what is best for me. And that at the end of the day, you have to be happy with what you're doing with yourself and for yourself. And it's not about uh, disappointing others or anything like that or hurting others, but but if you're not happy, then you can't really help anyone around you or make anyone happy. So I think that's, that was one of the biggest lessons. 
And um, it took a lot of courage for me, but after five years and after having a master in law and, and working in that field as a student, I was working in a law firm, I decided to not continue on the path to become a lawyer. So that took, like I said, it took a lot of courage because it was really expected of me, but I had to it was weighing me down and it was something that I had been trying to convince myself, okay, maybe you should do this. Maybe after that you'll do something that you love. But I, at some point I think it got so much that I was like, I don't want to always live in the future possibility of doing something else. I have to live now. My life is happening now and it's short and who knows what can happen. So I made the decision to not continue and do two more years to become a lawyer mm -hmm. and I had to face um, people around me um, maybe judging me a little bit kind of not understanding my decision mm -hmm. and and having to justify myself and not being quite sure of what else I wanted to do so I wasn't like oh I'm I'm quitting law and I'm doing something else it was like okay not that I'm quitting law but I'm not continuing on this path which was expected and I'm doing something else it was like I'm I'm not doing this, but I'm just going to go and travel. So that's what yes. I did. I traveled. <laughs> um, and that was, that was a great time. I traveled with my sister and it was beautiful. Uh, we went to Australia, to Vietnam and all that. So it was just so nice to, to, you know, um, live life and learn life lessons and just be kind of also away from from things and from reality which um when i came back wasn't easy because I, I still had to face reality at some point um and after traveling and and i didn't have that much money i had been a student and just working on the side so i went through most of my uh savings that i had when i was traveling but it was i don't regret that it was amazing so mm. it was great but when i came back to switzerland um to Geneva I I was like okay so what's next I at that point I knew I wanted more purpose in my life I was always interested in um in healing modalities uh, that are you know that are kind of um we say alternative but <laughs> that are actually very traditional but um and and just healthy eating healthy lifestyle holistic health in general and all that and I kind of was interested in that but I didn't know what and because of money reasons I had to find a job and I found something that I felt was pretty much aligned with my values it was in philanthropy mm -hmm. but um, it was for a big company and I didn't feel that my day-to-day -day work was very rewarding or or anything like that so even if the cause was really great and the people were wonderful I had honestly that was such a good team um which made it made made it much easier to go to work every day but um but the work in itself it, it wasn't what i had been craving it wasn't really feeding my soul and i knew there was more but i just didn't know what so i reached a point where i was like very um i was like i i can't live like this that's not what i want for my life just going to work every day and yes i have a i have there's a nice, there's nice people at work and, um, I'm doing something that's not completely against my values, but, and I also have the money, which was obviously, uh, it is important to mm. have an income, all that. Um, but it wasn't 
what I felt I needed to be doing long term. So um, I had this kind of mini uh, breakdown where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I just don't want to live like this. And it was very difficult. I felt kind of a little bit depressed, but it didn't last very long. It lasted like a few days. And mm-hmm. I decided at that point that I was going to um, reach out to a life coach and also healer mm. who does and all kinds of uh, she's a shamanic healer so she, she was just amazing and I decided to work with her I reached out and we started working together right away which was such a good decision and as um, I think life has it when you start to kind of follow what feels right to you and what um, is meant for you then it gives you little signs and my sign because I was really searching for my purpose and I was like what what do I do now and after I think just a few days of starting to work with this life coach um, I had I got an email I don't know exactly through who or what doesn't matter but it was mm-hmm. uh, the Institute of um, Integrative Nutrition so IAN mm-hmm. and it, they were saying that they were opening enrollment for um, holistic health coaching certifications. And I was like, oh, in that moment, I was like, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew about this, but I never thought of it for myself. But in that moment, it made sense because I had started doing more deeper work with myself and knowing that I wanted to help people to really um, support them and, and, and help them in, in whatever way I could. And that just felt so right. And so I signed up, I think just the next day, I, I didn't really have time much to think about it, but I just knew that it was right. And I think their enrollments were closing a few days later. So it just was perfect. And, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that I had a job at the time allowed me to, to do that because otherwise I don't think it would have been possible to invest in in that way but um so it's all perfect it all happened perfectly yeah. and it also it gave me um this um more long-term vision and 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 it was it helped me a lot to go through um my my to go to work every day because i had something that i was passionate about on the side and i knew i wanted to to do coaching yeah so in, Initially, I thought I wanted to do health coaching, but I quickly realized that I was actually much more passionate about all things um, self self development and spirituality and and all that. So life coaching made more sense, and that's kind of where I am at today. Uh, does that kind of? <laughs> it wasn't that short of a version. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's perfect. So, but I know that now you, you know, you are from Switzerland, but now you live in Dubai. So how did you like uh, end up in Dubai and um, how is now your life? Well, that's a very interesting question. So I always knew that I wanted to, um, to explore the world and live in different places. And um, I knew, I, I, I mean, I love Switzerland and it's amazing for many, many reasons, but I knew that on some level I needed to leave. And I knew that for a long time again, and I didn't really know where to go or, or ex- I, I mean, there's plenty of beautiful places and in the world, and there wasn't one in particular that was calling me to go live there. 
it was definitely not Dubai. <laughs> I never thought I would I would live here, but um, I was at that point. I was really just open to to life, and I was um, kind of um, saying because I do a lot of um, of like uh, spiritual work, and I do some journaling and and things like that, and what what I was really working on with that I knew I had to leave and I didn't know where but I wanted it to be hopefully sunny and close to water and um and nice weather and I just didn't think it would be here like I said I never expected to to actually end up in Dubai but mm -hmm. life brought me here um I had a opportunity to um to have a part-time job here so um yeah so that's how it happened but and I also have friends here so it was just perfect and that's and who knows where I'll be next but that's where I am right now yeah beautiful and um, tell us now you know about your business how do you find found how did you find your true calling and passion and uh, how do you work with your clients now mm. okay sure um so what i'm doing right now is uh i'm an intuitive life coach um which which means that i just really help people to reconnect to themselves and I do that for myself I just do a lot of uh, maybe more intuitive work and see what they need most so I adapt to whatever they need the most but it's usually a lot of the of the same patterns which is a lot of um of blocks and fears and self-doubt and lack of self-confidence that are really keeping them from what they want to be doing in their life and who they want to to be So um, when I work with clients, I, I do a lot of work around healing those kind of core wounds and releasing some of the doubts and the fears. Um, obviously, they serve a purpose. So it's not about discrediting all that. It's just about really knowing that some things are useful and some are just keeping us from what we really want in life. So I also work with um, the emotional freedom technique, tapping, to help mm. release all that, um, which is really, it's such a good tool and I really love it. I love to use it for myself and I think just that teaching that to, to others is, is, it can be so powerful and I just love that. Um, and then there's a lot of, um, obviously once, once you release that, you have to kind of come back to who you are at your core, at your in like who what is your truth and after like removing all the layers of what is what isn't yours the fears that might have been just placed in you by society by your education and and all that but they're not really yours and also some sometimes a lot of the time I see that and it was the case for myself is that you have goals and and dreams that you think are yours but they're actually not so it's about removing really first of all all that's not like not yours mm -hmm. and then finding what is your truth so that's a lot of the work that I do with my clients and then building their self-confidence their relationship with themselves helping it helping them have a healthy loving and strong relationship with themselves so creating also rituals around that and and routines that it can do every day that really help them connect to their truth And then also um, 
a big part of my work is to help them reconnect to their intuition and to their heart so that they can really listen to their inner guidance and not rely on everything that is outside of themselves, but just rely on themselves only to make the, the choices, any decision in their lives or um, to, yeah, to, for everything, because I, and I think that really aligns with what you're doing and what this podcast message is about is that you have to really start with yourself and with the relationship that you have with yourself and that will impact your entire life like business relationships and just health everything and that's what i believe so i don't know did i answer all parts of your question not really no <laughs> yeah yeah i think you you answered so um, how did you like uh, how did you feel uh, you know that this post podcast uh, this show is all about you know self-love and as we were talking before for me it's not like the you know cheesy concept of just love yourself mm -hmm. but it's much more you know the relationship with self uh, and how we can embrace uh, the full of who we are mm -hmm. our gifts uh, and shadows and you know mm -hmm. that i do that through you know the human design the jinkies but What does it mean for you? What like self-love uh, means for you in your business, in your life, uh, with your clients? Uh? Mm. Well, I love what you do, first of all, because I think that's so important. And th that a lot of the time in the self-help and, and spiritual world, I feel that um, self-love, like you said, can be a little bit cheesy. It's, it's sometimes like all about... Um, really just um, being kind of happy all the time. And you think that self-love is just like um, self-care, so baths and, and just like doing things like, like that, which is great. Obviously, it's great to do these things. But I think that on a deeper level, what's really important is to accept who you are. So for that, you have to be really willing to face uh, your, your truth. So that means that you have to be willing to face also the dark parts of yourself and the wounds and the shadows and and to recognize that there is power in that too and that um, there's no point trying to deny it and to try to um, just like you know sweep it under a rug and ignore it or or try to try to have it like try to make it disappear I think that you have to really own those parts of yourself and understand them And, uh, and that's how you can really, really be at ease with who you are in your entirety. So it's not about just one side, like the positive and the happy and all that. Um, and we're human, so we are going to experience all kinds of um, emotions and, and all kinds of things. And it's, it's a good thing to really be able to feel the full spectrum of human emotions, I think. And I don't really encourage my clients to focus just on like the positive. For example, um, when, when uh, wanting to accomplish a goal or manifest a desire and things like that, I think that it's really important to not just focus on the positive thoughts all the time and all that. And when I'm saying this, I'm actually a pretty positive person, um, but I just recognize the importance of 
of also knowing that it's okay to sometimes feel down, to not um, be all the time in this, you know, happy and, and high state. And I think that is self-love and that is more powerful than, than what you can see sometimes. Yeah, totally. Does that make sense? Yeah. And what like um, routines uh, or uh, rituals uh, do you use for yourself to, you know, implement uh, or to enhance uh, your self-love? Um, so I like to have um, a kind of um, what I call like... Um, a menu of what I of all the things that I can do it could be like for some people it's a self-love menu but it could just be like a list of all the things that I that really make me feel aligned and that really help me when I need it so um, I do something every day but it can change and it can look very different from day to day um, one of my top top things is meditation and I think that's what I need the most is to really calm my, my mind and to um, have more clarity and meditation helps a lot with that. Um, I also do, like I said, I do some um, tapping, emotional freedom technique. I, I use that on myself, but I don't do it every day. Mm -hmm. I love to journal. I think journaling is such a beautiful tool to help process all kinds of things. And and that's also one thing that I really love about journaling and tapping is that you get really real about what you're currently experiencing, even if it's not, you know, beautiful and perfect. And, and, and even if you have sometimes feelings like anger and resentment or just sadness and things like that, you can really have a space to process that. And I think that's very important. So I love to do that. Um, what else? I love to go for walks and um, just like to, to really kind of get outside. It makes me feel more grounded, closer to nature, even if right now I'm, I'm in the city, so I don't have like that many. Um, I, there's the desert, but it's kind of far. So, uh, but it makes me feel more connected to nature anyway, to just walk outside um, and yeah, grounded. I think that's what I need a lot is to feel grounded. Mm, beautiful. And um, what, uh, like, uh, advice uh, would you give to our listeners on how, you know, to start discovering uh, their self-love practice, but also to tap into their intuition, because you are all about, you know, intuition and uh, listening to your intuition. Mm -hmm. Well, what I like to usually say to my clients or also I, I had this, um, this uh, 21 day challenge that just ended uh, to activate your intuition. And it was all about um, really just trying different techniques or tools that I was um, just offering. Um, like, like, like I just said, basically it's meditation, um, journaling, and tapping and all that um, and just trying different things it could also be dancing yoga being creative and all that really helps you realign with yourself so that you can get the messages that want to come through you more easily because when you're always in your in your head like if you're working all day and you're 
or you're sitting at a computer, you tend to be a lot in your head and it's harder for you to really listen to your inner guidance, to your intuition. So it's all about coming back to your body, to, to your breath if you're meditating um, and just really allowing those messages to come through. So it could be just one thing that helps them it doesn't have to be a whole list of um, of things to do every day. Like we, I don't want to, I know people have busy lives and I don't want to add too much to their, um, like they feel like they, they have to do this every day because otherwise, you know, it's not going to work. No, I think it's just really about like being intuitive about it and seeing what feels right today. What do I need right now? And just really tuning into the body and to how they feel that, that's the easiest way i think to get started beautiful and uh, what uh, have been like uh, so far or in the past uh, your biggest uh, business obstacles obstacles for me yeah, yeah. Mm. um well i think um there are some that are still there that i'm still working through but um obviously i think when when starting a business um, there comes um, self-doubt, like also imposter syndrome, like yeah. who am I to be helping people? And I'm not perfect and I, I don't uh, claim to be perfect mm -hmm. at all. But I think that, um, there, that we can always help others with what we learn. And it's not about, oh, saying I have everything um, figured out. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. Just I'm figuring things out and, I'm, and I can help people figure things out too while still figuring things out myself. But that's one of the biggest, I think. And, um, and also for me, it's, um, I have a lot of, um, of um, like work to do on my throat chakra and mm -hmm. just being heard and, and being um, seen. So I, I'm not always very comfortable getting out there and talking to people or telling people what I'm doing. And it's still, it's still uncomfortable for me because mm -hmm. I'm, or introverted and I know I need to I need to work on that and I have been um, with doing things like um, you know being a host on podcast um, being a guest on podcast mm. and having my own podcast that I started recently so things like that is really it's really helping me but I, I am aware that these have been obstacles and I'm working on them hmm. amazing and uh, how do you like keep the faith uh during times of, you know, imposter syndrome, difficulty, mm. doubts? <laughs> well, it's, it's not always easy and it doesn't come like right away, but usually what I, what I do is that I, um, first of all, I need to recognize that that's happening. So just being able to really maybe take a step back from whatever I'm doing instead of going in this fear mode and I need to do, do, do this because I need, because I'm not facing what I'm going through. I usually like to take a step back and just remove myself from whatever I'm doing. That's maybe causing that. Um, and, and do some of the things that I mentioned before that really helped me. So that could just be sitting in, in silence, not necessarily meditating, but just kind of reflecting on why am I feeling this way? And, and then um, sometimes I also ask for guidance from the universe or things like that. And, and that really helps me. Mm. 
And uh, what, what is like the best advice uh, you ever received? Mm, to be myself, mm. even if it's not always easy, it's to just really be myself. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's, that's the best advice. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, what would you tell like uh, that former version of you that wanted to start a business uh, yet uh, didn't believe she could? Mm. Well, I would tell her to really listen to her heart. I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy, but to just really listen to her heart and to continue like using her, her logical mind, obviously, but to really listen to her heart and follow that and to connect to herself. And that if she does that, she'll, nothing can go wrong. She'll either learn a lesson if that, that would be the worst case, <laughs> she'll <laughs> maybe fail and that will happen anyway, but she'll learn a lesson and she'll, she can grow from there uh, or she'll find magic. Hmm. And uh, what does like success means to you? Um, I love that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> success to me I'd say is being happy and content with where I am right now so loving my my present moments experience and still obviously having intentions and dreams and goals for the future but being really happy and yeah and just in the present moment Hmm the experience and knowing that that's all there really is it's it's now and if you don't enjoy it now you probably not enjoy it when you'll get there so it's better to just enjoy things now and in every situation I think that trying to find the good sides and the lesson um, is is really has been really helpful Mm. for that and um, what is like what do you consider so far your biggest uh, wins my biggest wins i'd say are simple little things that uh that for example for me starting my 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 podcast wasn't easy because Mm. i have this you know, I have this kind of, I, we all, we all do, I think on some level is you want it, you want things to be perfect and look a certain way and all that. Otherwise you might not start, but I know that perfectionism, at least for <laughs> me, it's like fear in disguise. So I think it's perfectionism. So I'm like, oh yeah, but you know, it has to be perfect. It has to look this way. It has to sound this way. It has to be this way or I can't do it, but it's actually because I'm afraid and um, when I when I started this, I knew it wasn't perfect, and I was like, okay, you know what? I feel I need to do this. I think it's time, and I I want to share this message with people. I want to maybe help a few people along the way, and I have to do it even if it's not perfect. So I I'd say little things like that, just like even when. Every, everything, like my mind is telling me, no, you, you're not ready or no, you shouldn't do this. It's just trying to keep me small. And when I do it anyway, and I just like take that 
kind of leap of faith, but I, I follow that. My, my follow my intuition. I think um, that's when I get my biggest wins. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, what plans uh, do you have for your future? What vision do you hold? Oh, that's such a nice question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'd love to continue um, coaching clients one-on-one -on -one and helping more people, but I think I'd like to reach more people at, at a certain point. So through the podcast, that's great with that, but also maybe doing some uh, group coaching or um, online courses that people can really access anytime and and maybe also do a few um, talks at events and things like that because I feel that um, first of all that's what I need to to learn for myself in this lifetime I need to be more comfortable with my owning my voice and you know like I said my throat chakra opening that up and because I, I really want to share the messages that have helped me and that can help others. Beautiful. And uh, where my clients, uh, my listeners uh, um, can like find you and connect with you? Okay. Um, well, I have um, Instagram where mm -hmm. I'm usually at a lot. It's... Um, at Sarah Lewis Co. Mm -hmm. um, you can find me there. I also have a website which is sarahlewis.co and I have a podcast which is called Heart Space. Mm. And I'm also on Facebook. Um, I have a, a private group that's called Heart Space and a page that's just Sarah Lewis. Love it. Perfect. Mm. And uh, a last uh, piece of advice you want to give uh, to our listeners? Well, apart from being yourself and um, listening to your heart and your intuition, I'd say if you can do something and you don't do it already, try to just um, meditate. And that can look different for everyone. It doesn't necessarily have to just be sitting still and not doing anything for, for a long time. It can be going for a walk without your phone, without music, just like a mindful walk. It could be dancing or it could be even having a bath, something like that. But something to just kind of calm your mind and be away from distractions like social media or mm. or your phone and things like that so just starting that little simple practice and yeah connecting to your breath when you're doing that beautiful thank you so much thank you so much so sarah was a very very beautiful interview and uh, i love connecting with you and thank you everyone for listening to this episode and uh, yes if you want to know more about sarah and connect with her uh, i will also give you all the link below so you can go and follow her and uh, get in touch with her so thank you so much sarah and uh, have a great day thank you so so much it was such a pleasure to be on your show Bye. Bye.